Welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm Tracy Benson, your host. I am so excited to take this weekly journey with you where we'll take deep dives into real talk with real people living an epically fulfilled existence. We'll give you tips, tools, and strategies that you can use in your everyday life to have more joy, more peace, more love, more connection, more of all the things that really matter. And it's crazily true. When you live like that in alignment, in joy, in peace, just expanding your heart and soul, it's amazing what you manifest and what will just show up at your door. So let's get this trip around the sun started. I'll see you on the flip side. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Benson. Today in real time, I still can't believe how fast this year is going. I think I'm saying this every time I record the podcast. But anyway, it's October 12th, 2020. And I was just recently preparing my last quarter, realigning the goals, my dream board, my vision board, because I adjust it at least every quarter, because sometimes things shift in our life. Sometimes something new takes priority and we need to make a shift in our plan. And so I was thinking this morning that, you know, what a great topic to talk about how to finish your year strong so that you go into 2021 just rocking and rolling. Because I find that a lot of people in this last quarter of the year tend to go on a slow track, right? They slow down and, and don't get me wrong. There is a great appreciation I have for what goes on in this last quarter. We have the holiday season. We get to spend a lot of time with friends and family things that we don't do in the other quarters of the year in such a close proximity, right? Because we got Halloween, which is kind of a family holiday. Then we've got Thanksgiving. Then we've got Christmas and New Year. So in less than three months, just over two months, we've got all those holidays that we typically spend with family or friends or both. And I think that's what shifts people because they start getting in the hall. I call it the holiday mode looking for the next event, the next party, the next get together, buying presents, decorating, all of these things start taking priority over our plan, over our goals, over our wish list, over our dreams. We tend to stop. And, you know, I used to do it too, especially when my kids were little. It seemed like I was consumed with everything around them during that period, more so than other times a year. And so I have shifted my life a lot. You know, I don't have kids at home anymore. I have some grandkids at home, but I'm not the primary caregiver. So I don't design my life around them. And we still have to do what we have to do for our family, for our children, for all of that. But how do we do that and still finish the year strong? Well, it takes a little planning and strategy. First of all, we can't just 
like throw everything we were doing out the window. We are going to have some time constraints, right? We all have the same amount of time and it's never enough, is it? So we have to do a little bit more on the planning end of it. We need to block time to do the things that keep on helping us move forward. Whatever you're moving forward with, maybe you're just working on yourself. Maybe it's not, you know, uh, financial goals or business goals or even relationship goals. Maybe your priority this year has been self-care. It was a great year for that, right? We had more downtime. We had more time at home. We, a lot of us lost the commute. I never really had a commute per se. I, I schedule myself, but a lot of people aren't commuting anymore, right? So they picked up at least an hour extra a day, typically. Some people a lot more than that, depending on where they live and work. And they've got that time. Also, a lot of people are working from home. Besides that, they have no need to get dressed up, do their hair, put on makeup. Not to, not that all of some people are working at home are still going to do that. But I mean, some people picked up some time there because they're, you know, not having to do that, at least not on the schedule that they were before. So maybe they fit that in, in a different space. So the average person that I've talked to that is no longer commuting and working from home and doesn't have to be on like Zoom calls where they can work in their pajamas if they want to, has picked up when I did a survey, I think it was in July, about four hours a day that they didn't have before. Now, some people were doing nothing with that four hours. Literally, they were sleeping longer. So I guess they were doing something with it. They weren't doing anything to further their goals or their dreams. A lot of people that I surround myself with were ecstatic because they did. They could do more meditation. They could read more books or listen to more audibles. They could participate in Zoom events, do online digital courses that were in the self-improvement, let's make my life better category. And a lot of people chose to do that. Some people chose to work on their relationships because they found when they were ended up being in such close proximity with their significant other all the time, because they're both at home, nobody's working, nobody's, I mean, working outside the house much. They're not traveling. These are the couples I'm talking about that their life really shifted to more of a 24-7 togetherness. And they realized that it was a struggle. Now, any big change like that is a struggle for everyone, even if you have a pretty good relationship. But when you don't, when the base is not there, it is evident. (laughs) And we work through a lot. I worked through a lot of couple issues with clients. And it was basically related to they drove each other crazy and not for any reason, like the couples that I'm talking about here, nobody had a job loss. They didn't have extra financial stress. It was just the close proximity to one another and spending so much time together. It showed all the things that were not quite right. Now, 
A lot of those people worked on those diligently and got them taken care of. I have a couple of people that I work with that actually decided to make the, the choice to end their relationship. And I never, I tell people, don't ever take that lightly. Let's, let's make sure this isn't just the stress of the time, that these aren't fixable issues. And sometimes you work through things and they're just not. They're deal breakers and that's okay. So you go your separate ways amicably and with love. And that's what the people that I worked with did. All good, right? So what have you been working on this year that'll take your life to the next level? Is it your relationship? Is it business? Is it your health, your fitness? I call that your lifestyle, which I've struggled with that this year myself. I realized that that was one area that I had not made a priority. And there are a million of excuses why, right? I have some medical issues that cause some pretty good discomfort when I exercise. I I have all kinds of excuses I could use, but the truth of the matter is I did not make that a must in my life. When you make something a must, there are no excuses. There are probably a few things that you do in life that you really love that are a must. Like for, for, I'll give an example for my husband, it's golf. He can be sick and he's out playing golf because golf is a must in his life. He enjoys it. It does all the things that he wants it to do for him. And, you know, it's a must. Now, does it have to be a sport, a game? No, no, no. It can be anything. I was just using that as a really simple example of what a must can look like in your life. But I realized that I did not make my health and my fitness a must. And so I'm working on shifting that this year. So how do I finish 2020 with a bang. And I don't mean a bad bang. I mean a good bang where I am starting off 2021 on a strong footing moving forward. Now we're going to have crap that gets in our way. Like for me, you know, I love sweets. Anything that's sweet has got my name written all over it. And you and I both know that during Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, we do a lot of food indulging and the times in between, especially between Thanksgiving and Christmas. There are a lot of parties, a lot of get togethers. And so do you make the choice to go ahead and eat the stuff that you know is not good for you? Or do you make the choice to make your life and your health a priority? And, you know, it doesn't mean you can't have a bite. Everything in moderation. It's not about eliminating things. It's about making sure you're putting good, healthy things in your body, greatly more proportionate to the stuff that is not so healthy. And also make sure you're getting, you're making good choices when you read your labels, because sometimes we don't realize that there's hidden sugars in almost everything. And so do you really want hidden sugars in there that you really don't need? Or do you want to choose when to eat sugar so you're in control? Me, I choose the latter. So now I'm really, really label watching. And then as far as my fitness goes, where I'm starting to walk again, doing the things I need to do. I've got some challenges with a knee that I'm having to work around. And you know what? I'll figure it out because that's what we do. We try something. It doesn't work. We shift. We pivot. We don't give up. We don't say, oh, this is never going to happen. And it's with anything in life at the end of this year. What do you want to do that will start your 2021 off strong? 
What do you want to do? Really, sit down and think about it. Journal about it. Meditate about it. Sometimes it's things that we think are silly or frivolous, but they're going to bring us great joy. And for me, anything that brings me great joy during the day is, is a win. It's a win if I'm working on something that's joyful, right? Reevaluate where you've been this year, where you got off track, but don't beat yourself up about it. This was a tough year. This is a tough year for a, almost everyone in many ways, even if you didn't have a job loss or financial issues, people had relationship issues, single people that lived alone had literally lack of relationship issues, right? They couldn't go out with their friends. They couldn't meet family for a while. If you had a family member that was living in a nursing home or the hospital and you couldn't visit them, there were a lot of stresses this year that we don't normally have. So many you know, you can't even, I can't even count them on two hands. It would go over that. This is the first year in my 57 years of life that I've seen anything like this. And so I want everybody to kind of reassess and let's finish this year with a good bang. Let's get back on track and let's prepare to fucking kill it in 2021 whatever that means for you, relationship-wise, business-wise. Are you looking for a promotion at work or a raise? Are you looking to start a business? Are you looking to start a family? Find your soulmate. Whatever it is, you have the opportunity now to start working in this last quarter of the year towards setting yourself up for success in 2021. Now, it's going to come with a lot of failure. There is no success without failure. There just isn't. I always think it's funny when people tell me when I'm coaching a new client and they're like, well, I don't want to do that because I don't want to fail. And my mind just says, then you don't want to succeed. And it's not that they don't want to. It's fear. It's fear keeping them in that space. And it doesn't mean that they're there's anything wrong with them. They have everything they need inside them. We all do. It's just sometimes fear rules us. And instead of using fear to rule us, we need to use fear as fuel to get what we want. Because everything that's the most beautiful in life is generally on the other side of fear. It just is. I found that in my experience personally and with clients, with family members, with other people I've seen who push through their fear. Courage is not the absence of fear, but saying, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. It's a choice. Everything we do every day in life is a choice. Good choices, bad choices, mediocre choices. And when we start making more good choices than bad choices, that's when our life really shifts. So that's another thing to look for in 2020, in the last quarter, let's start making more good choices than bad choices. That doesn't mean we're not going to make any mistakes. We're not going to make some bad choices. But the whole goal in making a bad choice is to recognize it quickly so we can shift and pivot and make another choice that serves us. So I challenge all of you, if you haven't done a vision board this year, do a vision board. Write down some odd audacious, bodacious, giant dreams and goals. It doesn't mean you're going to accomplish all of those by the end of the quarter, 
but it's a starting point. It's giving you direction and vision. Where do I want to take my life? And I want to see you get everything you deserve, which is anything, everything you want and desire is yours for the taking. And I know sometimes we don't believe that's true. I know I used to not believe that's true. But now I know different. I know it was simply I didn't have what I want because I didn't make the choices to go after it, to go get it, to not worry about failing, to fail, 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 fail until I won. And now I really enjoy failing. You know why? Because I know every failure gets me closer to success. So reach out if you need any input on doing your vision board, your goals, your dreams, whatever it is that you want to just wipe out in 2020 so that your 2021 is the best year yet. And it won't be your best year because there's more to come, but your best year yet. We can all have that every every single year. And I'm going to tell you, even with all my challenges in 2020, and there have been a lot, I have had my best year yet. My best year yet. So it doesn't matter what you're facing, what you're going through. You can make it your best year yet. And that's all in mindset and making that choice. So you guys have just the most beautiful day. If you're in fall weather, God bless you. Some people are already seeing some winter weather. We're still pretty hot here in Arizona. I think we're going to be over 100 again today or at 100. And that's okay because this too shall pass. And I wish you all a beautiful rest of your week after you listen to this episode, preparing for Halloween and Thanksgiving. And please reach out to me if you have any feedback you have any questions, you have anything on your heart that you'd love to share with me, you can reach me at Tracy Benson at joyful-souls.com. That's my email. You can find me on Facebook at Tracy Benson. You can find my Joyful Souls page on Facebook, and that's joyful-souls as well. And I would love to hear from you. Have just the most beautiful day ever. I love you with every cell and fiber in my being. And I can't wait to see you on the flip side. Love you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Joyful Souls Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at tracybenson at joyfulsouls.com. Thanks ever so much for listening and have a beautiful day.